and welcome to B-Tech Philosophy, the podcast where two bottom set kids mm. discuss philosophy and then most of the time don't even discuss philosophy but just found the name of a, a, a fun name for a podcast that is slowly... We, d- we did go name first and then sort of concept second. Yeah, but I think that's how all good things get invented. You, you think all good things get invented by the name first and then they focus on the invention? Yeah, I uh, I had a mate of mine who I tried to start a podcast with where he did exactly that, where he came up with it. He tried to start it with me called uh, The Evil Fred. And he was like, and you discuss like terrible, it's a really good idea actually, you discuss that terrible, you find terrible threads in like, the comment section. And then so I turned up and he was like, all right, so we'll just go find a terrible comment section. I was like, well, what? We haven't got time to I'm do that now. I'm so dumb. I thought it was Evil Fred, like evil people throughout history. <laughs> called Fred. Named Fred. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. Right, so you, you see uh, what this podcast <laughs> is if you're just tuning in for the first time. Because uh, this is doing all right. And I didn't wise. hate that. Yeah. So. I was like, find evil people named Fred. Fred. West. Fred West. What did he do? Fred West. Uh, Fred West invented. No, I was going to try to come up with something and make you think. Fred West killed a load of women. Killed a load of women? Mm. Okay. And you said that. Well, that's that's pretty evil. I thought, I thought he killed kids. No, Fred West. Uh, Fred Fred West was uh, oh what was Fred West? Fred West was wasn't he in Gloucester, and he started. He yeah he 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 like buried women under the patio or something. Episode yeah. one of Evil Freds. He committed at least twelve murders with his second wife Rosemary West. Mm. All of the victims were young women. Young women, children, or young women. Uh, it just says young women. Uh, why, but why? If, they're, if they're saying women, that must be over eighteen. That must be yeah. Adults. But it wasn't just. There was a lot of um, torture and mutilation and sexual assault as well. All right. Well, he could be episode one. Yeah. Episode two. Oh, well, we'll just have to make him a two-parter. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's like a long, sort of sort of episodic journey of his murders would be Evil Fred. Yeah, I feel like all killer no filler also would have probably. They've probably, they've probably covered him, but they haven't covered just Fred-based horrible people. There, there's actually something called Evil Freddy. Is that a podcast? Which is, no, it's an evil clone of Freddy Fazbear. It's Freddy Fazbear? Uh, Wait, so this, this is, is the, a um, philosophy podcast, potentially, at the moment. <laughs> the serial, do you know the, in that movie, the guy with the... Freddy Krueger. Uh, but he, we boom. can't give up, bring up fictional Freds. Listen, we're already hanging by a Fred. Nice. To think of people named Fred. Who I don't like that you do that and then every week I'll do like a little jokey pun thing and you, you like talk to me my, about my, it afterwards. My, mine, are, mine are good puns, I would say. Do you know what I mean? So I think that was the difference. But I, I feel like that's that's a good that's a good podcast right there. Evil Freds. For just Freds who are evil. Yeah. Right, so Fred from Scooby-Doo. But he's not evil, is he? He's so... I feel like he is like trying to Stop. fuck Daphne. He is trying to fuck that, but that's and he's it. also stringing Velma along. It's a fictional character, though. You can't mm. you can't start bringing fictional threads into this. <laughs> There's rules to evil Fred. I think so. Um, I disagree. How are you, Michael? I'm good today. <laughs> I'm good today. It's been a it's a fun day. We had it. We had a, me and Elliot had a gig yesterday together. Uh, it was a gig. I was I was emceeing. Easy time comedy. I came up with a name. Because I want comedians and the audience to have an easy time. That's how I came up with the inspiration for that name. And uh, no, it went really well. Everyone had a great time. And uh, the Street Easy in Exmouth Street is where we held it. And big thank you to Ruby and Jack for letting us um, host our event there, man. Really, really good vibes. And hopefully we can make that a regular thing. I thought it was Jake. What did I say? You said Jack. That's, no, I said Jake. No, you said Jack. No, rewind the tape. Ruby and Je- Jake. He definitely, he definitely said Jack. No, I didn't. I- you did, and we had a whole conversation about this before the podcast. Ruby and Jake. Ruby and Jake. Thank you so much. They were the soundest people in the world. Do you know what? That would have gone unnoticed until you brought it up. Well, until he would have listened to it and gone, <laughs> "Oh, this is going to be really awkward when I see him next month." And he said my name wrong. Uh, well, listen, Ruby and Jake. Thank you so much for letting us host our event. There. It was a fun night. You were a good MC. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Do you, do you enjoy MCing that? Um, what, so just to explain to some people, like I'm saying, is you're 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 the host of the evening essentially. You've got you you are the um you, you determine the night. 
yeah, bring the acts on and off, set the audience up. I don't, I don't enjoy it, no. You don't enjoy talking to people? I couldn't give a fuck what anyone's job is. Just trying to like make something interesting when somebody says they're like a programmer or something and it's just so hard to like muster any energy to... Especially in care. London where it's like every job's like, I work in HR. Yeah, I work oh, in recruitment. I'm, I'm a project manager. It's just it's drawing blood from a stone. So how many projects have you managed? Oh yeah, when you when you hear what's, what's your favourite kind of project to manage? I was I was very close to relying on that. Oh, that night. oh it's awful, but then when you're up there and you've got I mean, nothing. You understand why people do it. You're the worst part of being an MC is, is coming back on stage. I like to do my work and then go immediately after. Yeah, I uh I was MCing the late show at the Glee one time. Mm. So you'd have to open early and then you'd start emceeing. The, and I just had this joke with a barman where he'd bring me like a gin and tonic while I was on stage. It was, just, it was just this dumb little gag we had going on. We were finding funny and then the audience started finding funny. And the last one he brought me, the audience told me to down it. So I went to down it, but he played a joke on me where he poured me a quadruple gin. Oh, shit. So I've downed it and I've, got, I've never gone more to like suddenly fuck. <laughs> like I'm just <laughs> suddenly hammered and I've got to bring John Hastings on. <laughs> Oh, who was I bringing on? No, I think I was bringing on Steve Williams. Hastings has already been on. I had to just sort of be like, anyway, here's your fight. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, is he all right? <laughs> I kind of, I because you were last on, I kind of had run out of things to say. So I was just kind of like, hey, you ready to, to, to come on? All right, come on. Yeah, you just turned to me and went like, yeah, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> I want to do my well, job. You're, wanna... you're going to ask me, hey, what do you do? Like, well, I'm a comedian. Oh, really? Where are you? Yeah, I'm closing the... I'd like you to... You know what? It was weird, though, because you were sitting right in the front row. Yeah, I didn't like that you then went and sat in the front row either. It was... I didn't know where to go. It would have been nice if you fucked off to the back. That would have been... Yeah. I could have gone outside and yeah, gone back could... in again. Yeah, yeah. I just I just didn't like that you were... You were too... You, you were in the equilibrium. You were too close. No, but I was coming on. This is true. I was in the wrong. There was a reason for me to be there. This is true. I was in the wrong. I was in the wrong. That's my um, dilemma. Is that your dilemma this week? I don't, I just, I'm just ruining rooms with my MC work. Where, nah, where nah. have you got going on this week? Where's your little dilemma? Uh, you know, you know, I've, I've been thinking again about you know this little Ukraine crisis that's uh, that's that's been happening. I don't know if you heard about it. Yep, little. He just called that a little crisis. I mean. Little in terms of that it's probably going to develop. So it started little now, you know, and then it's going to get bigger. Did I save that? You reckon? Did I, did I get myself out of? I've never seen someone manage to insult <laughs> uh, such a fierce <laughs> fighting people. <laughs> people literally fighting room for room for the you know sovereignty of the nation. And you're just like, you know, that little... Like it's like like a bit of a washing machine is <laughs> broken. Oh, that little problem. Yeah, we got to get that fixed at some point. They, that, they, that minor blip. Yeah, that. They do like a scrap over there. I tell you what, man. The Ukrainians, man. Everyone's just seems to like be quitting their job and then just like going out there. You know, you got tennis players, boxers. Just be like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and go back and fight. You know, that's impressive, man. Would you Would you do that like uh, for the UK? In In what sense? Fight. It 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 depends on who's like invading. Like, as if it's like another Falklands thing where it's like, well, no, I think it belongs to them because it's they, they're over there. You know, it's like ge geometrically, it's the Falklands was closer to Argentina yeah. than it was to us. So but if it's like a pointless war, I don't think I would fight. So if France started invading us and you were well, geometrically, we're close to France, so they can lay claim to it. That that's when I'd be like, well, that's outrageous. Okay, I would, <laughs> I'd pick up arms, as they would say. And join. I, I think, well, I feel like the peer pressure to not join on the front line would be would be pretty immense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If all your lads in the group chat are there, and then you're not there, it's kind of it's a little embarrassing. Something very uh very appealing is is a guy to just die in a war, isn't there? It's kind of yeah, kind of what we do. Just yeah, I mean, it's it's been a long time since men have just like like gone to war. And died. And I think like that's kind of like, a lot of women say that about men, like they used to go to war. You know what I mean? That's we used to have respect for them. That is what's funny these last few weeks is like, you you're not you can't really hear too much from feminists at the moment. Mm. I think like women, they still contribute to the war effort. I, not in the same war. Yeah, they do when they pick up arms with what's going on in Ukraine. <laughs> but I do find it funny that like when, like when we'd be learning about World War Two at school, 
And it was like, here's D-Day where some 19-year-olds literally got shot to smithereens on a beach of a country they'd <laughs> never been to. But let's not forget the women who worked in a factory. They were also... Like, well, it's a little bit... The men needed something to shoot with, I believe. So women were making those guns. I feel like now, though, because of feminism, if we were all going to get um, in inscripted, enlisted, what's the word? Inscripted. Yeah. We would have to go. We would have to fight. I'm an able-bodied young woman. I'd go. You'd fight. You'd fight. No, I wouldn't want to. I'm a pacifist, but like I would be con conscripted. Oh shit, that's an option. I'm a pacifist. You could conscientiously object. I die. Yeah. Get that white feather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that one. I conscientiously object to war. Pussy. Wow. <laughs> I just, I just, I believe in the, you know, the sanctity of of life. That uh. Uh, you know, you believe in the sanctity of your life, of my life, which is that's what pacifism is. You don't yeah. want to fight because you don't want to be beaten up. That is pacifism. Is that what pacifism means to you? I believe so. I thought pacifism was more like we should all stop fighting and love each other and you know fighting. Oh, definitely, I'm all for that. You know, but my 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 dilemma is after we've made all of these jokes about Ukraine, is is it okay to be making jokes about sort of this in terms of I go on Twitter, right? And everything just seems to be a big meme. Like nothing is taken seriously. Do you know what I mean? And I understand, I'm a comedian in it. I understand that, you know, joke, you make jokes to sort of move past dark, tragic things. That's how you get through them. But I'm like, is there, have we reached a point now like where we're not taking anything serious? Like it's just a joke straight away, straight out the box. And does that sort of take away from the effort of, I don't know what what we want, which is like peace. I don't know if I said that. I don't think the memes are stopping peace from happening, but it's just like this need to make everything into a joke. Does that devalue the actual effort? I think humor is the way people deal with things. Mm. I don't think that it's necessary. I, I, that, that's why I find this is also very rich coming from uh, from us who had our clip where we were literally yeah, talking I, about solving the Ukraine crisis, got over a million views last week. You did you did most of the talking on that. Um, they they actually didn't like me. Um, the, the no, the comments weren't. The comments weren't fans of either of us. The comments were very much. They I didn't say anything, and they still found a way to hate me. What what was the comment section? Uh, the comment section was uh, them going, "Why didn't that guy find it funny? What's wrong with him about <laughs> Mike?" And then also like, "How dare you use Allah?" My ones were a little bit more. But I had people messaging me. I just had one guy messaging me going, "You're a fucking pussy hole." Just found me on Instagram, so I sent him a link to the Spotify <laughs> <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah, I didn't get anything that spicy. I, I had a fatwa put on me. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike, Mike, some people said mean things about Mike in the comments. But I said to you that that's what TikTok is, bro. Like, mm. the, any of my videos that have done well on there, right? The comments are, oh, this guy's fuck this guy. You're an arse. It's just a bunch of the comment section of anything when people are complaining is a bunch of losers. Who comments? When have you ever commented on a video? No, I mean I, I don't. I don't do that. Yeah, it's because you you have to be such a loser to do it. If you're going to be like, yeah, here's what's wrong with this. Shut up. Who cares? I I think I'm just also like a little. Nobody mentioned my fleece. I was wearing a really nice fleece. It was a really good fleece. It had clouds on fleece. it. Mm -hmm. Nobody asked me where I got it from. Where did you get it from? I got it from Lazy Oaf. It sponsorship, did look like a lazy please. Number. Yeah. I don't think that would they give us sponsorship. Nobody's going to sponsor this podcast after uh, after last week's uh, video of of us. I did take a sprite off the table because I was like, I don't want to give them free advertisement. Yeah, we don't. Well, the the Coca Cola company is. But I'm just saying, like, like I know I know they're a big company, but like every little helps. Do you know? What I mean, I don't want to give them free buzz. Like, I even I took this uh, cover off the water bottle as well. You know, we're not we're not advertising free water. Uh, yeah, you didn't do it on the other one, though. I didn't do it on the <laughs> other one. And I've just noticed that right now. No, no free clout for the water companies. No free clout. You fucking... <laughs> you're wearing a Lacoste <laughs> No, No more free clout. No name brands in this building unless they pay up. I think I think making memes about things and doing that is is absolutely fine. It's it's cool. The the guy leading the war used to be a comedian, which I do you find this funny that everyone on Twitter who's like a comedian has found a way to make it like they'll kind of be doing the same thing because this guy's a comedian. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, because he's a comic. 
He's so one of us. Know, he's one of us, and we got to help him out. And you're like, that's this is a little yeah. bit different. If he came over and did gigs here, I bet everyone would be like, look at this hack. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing a ten about like abortion and shit like that. He's actual bravery, mm. like leading a, a war effort. That is true. Like every every one of those comic comics who does that thing, I'm like, yeah, man, I just. I'm up there doing real stuff. It's really hard in this woke culture of ours. Yeah. And then that guy's currently got paramilitary death squad sent by the Russians looking for I mean, him. That's the bar now of like being a tough comic. It's it's leading a war effort. Do you reckon you could lead a war effort? Do I reckon I could lead a war effort? Yeah, if you were in charge and like a war broke out. Um. What 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 do what do you need to? I got, I think I got the charisma. I I, I did my MCing last night. So I know I can do crowd work. So in terms of crowd okay, work, so you're gonna do crowd work to the to to, to your my, troops or their troops? My troops. Okay. What do you do? Oh no, no, no. Okay, I know what you do. Um, where, <laughs> I was trying to think of another question. Does anyone anyone from further afield? We're all we're all from England. Okay. Okay, that's good. Just checking. Uh, you ready to die? No, that's that's terrible crowd work. But that that is good mentality. You know, uh, so you're putting on a gig for your troops. I'm putting on a gig for my troops, and I would just roast them a little bit. Oh, this one looks like he's going to die. Die first, you know what I mean? Just like little, little, little crowd work banner, raise the uh, raise the mood between the troops, and I send them out. <laughs> raise the mood. You look like you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then the other guys go like, yeah, he's going to die, and then you know, we just kind of like we banter over the the one that's going to die, and then I, I send them out, and then you know. Go, go, let's go, let's do it, lads. You know, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, no, that would work. Hopefully. No, I couldn't see, I couldn't see going any other way than a complete victory. Do you not think it is kind of weird though? Like everything is a joke on Twitter, or is that? Do you just accept that that's what that space is? Yeah, Twitter's not really a real place, is it? Though people get too caught up in it. Like my dad gets a bit caught up in it sometimes, and I get, I find myself doing the same. But it's not real. Like when. I had someone send me like a mean message on there the other day and they just misspelled my name, so I just corrected mm -hmm. it. And then they sent me like this long apology and was like tagging people in it. I was like, dude, don't worry, I don't care. Yeah. This isn't this isn't real. Like yeah. and also I don't think people think that I think once you hit a certain amount of followers, like once you're over like a thousand followers, I think people send you tweets and imagine that you're just constantly being tweeted all yeah. the time so you'll never see the message. and you do. So I think it's just it's just not this real space, and also it's just funny. It's funny. It, it, it's it's you just it's just there to be silly. I would argue maybe some Ukrainians find it funny. You know, they do. Have you seen some of the videos they've been doing? Yeah, no, I haven't. I don't know why I said yeah. What's what's one of the videos? They've been like throwing like raves and stuff, and like the front. There's one who keeps playing like rave music and stuff, like on the front line and things like that. Wouldn't it be funny if like war is actually more banter than we actually? I bet there is a load of banter in war. You've yes, got to you do something it. to keep morale up. Yeah, I feel like it's, I. I mean, because I agree. I think I don't really think it's. Uh, I feel like you should be able to make jokes about anything, and you 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 definitely should. That's how you, you get out of it. But sometimes I see some of the jokes, and it is very self indulgent. Like a lot of people, I see people to me like, oh, I can't believe I'm living through a another war. It's like you, you're sitting at home, tweeting. You're not living for oh, anything. I don't tweet like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're the problem. You're the problem. I was gonna join in on that bit, yeah. and I was like, yeah, well, wankers. But I did one being like, try my hardest to survive a pandemic, to try my hardest to survive World War Three, to try my hardest to survive a climate crisis. <laughs> I saw that one. I was yeah, yeah, but that was like, I did feel when I put it out like. Um, yeah, I didn't really try that hard <laughs> at all. <laughs> I I sailed through the Basically, pandemic. <laughs> all three events. I didn't. I to be honest, I probably gave a lot of people COVID. <laughs> you stayed at home during COVID. You stayed at home during this war and I, the climate I, crisis. I broke at home. so many rules. There <laughs> <laughs> was that thing with COVID because during first lockdown, yeah. you stick to the rules, man. But by like lockdown two or three, it was like, hey, stay inside. Yeah. Don't, don't go out. But, you know, it got that little bit. You reckon Boris is like really happy oh, that this war came up? Just, how could he not be? I mean, I just, like, it's just, what great timing. But he engineered it. The war, you reckon? Yeah. So, so if people can hear me drinking on this, I, I'm just 
I'm very dehydrated. It, it annoys me when I can hear people drink on podcast. Um, I don't know why I'm speaking away from the mic now. I'm just, I'm just breaking the all, of all, the, all the rules. Do you like ASMR? What's ASMR? You know when people are like into the mic. Is that is that what ASMR is? Yeah, yeah or, they, or they'll like, like whisper, or they'll like they'll do stuff, and it's like this. It's, it's horrible. I hate it. Like it helps. It sometimes it helps people sleep. Yeah. To just have creepy noises going. So on they'll do it, stuff yeah. like drink, but they have ASMR with like dogs and stuff as well, and they'll have like dogs eating or drinking because you know it's even more like slurpy. It's really creepy. The fuck's wrong with people? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I listen to uh, rain sounds sometimes. I go in a bar. I do like rain sounds. Rain sounds. Like I have a hot bath like, after I've been like jiu-jitsu or something, like like cobble candles, and then like turn the light off. And like I imagine I'm in like, a, and then uh, I sit there and my like toxic masculinity gets the better of me. And a little voice in my head's just like, the fuck are you doing? And I have to get out. <laughs> uh, like, like that bit of me is just like, what are you doing? You're a man. You're in a bath. There's a candle and you've got rain sounds, you pussy. I've never been in your room, but I can imagine the amount of punched walls that there are. <laughs> but just, just I dense. broke my TV because I lost an <laughs> ultimate team. <laughs> I threw a coin at my TV. <laughs> a coin is such a small thing. You couldn't even really express an anger by throwing a coin. There's no satisfaction. Oh, that game, yeah. The sort of FIFA Ultimate Team. I must have put like a hundred quid into it as well. Real uh, money. Real money. And it was, yeah. It, it, like, I, I, I stopped playing it for years and I got back into it. Man, if there was a recording of the things I would say <laughs> when I lost, yeah, I would like have to leave comedy and go, absolutely fair enough. No, 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 no. None of that. None yeah. of that is excusable, yeah. right? I don't mean just like the way I would scream at players. <laughs> like your, 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 your players, your virtual players. Yeah, oh, let me tell you now, yeah. Let, let me tell you now. I, if I ever actually met Rudiger, really? like... It would be on site. <laughs> it's beef. I don't straight up. I don't get people who get mad at virtual players that they are controlling. Because the game's bullshit. Because they, but you're they, in you're in charge no, of his actions. They, they fuck the defense up deliberately. So you, your defenders do dumb shit all the time. So you're you're controlling like the centre back. Oh, so the the attacking's really good, but the defending's impossible. So you just watch one of your player. Oh. He hasn't man-marked. He hasn't done this. Yeah. And then the game's all based on... This is very boring, but essentially I lost at it. What, at what point, after you spent hundreds of pounds, did you like come to this conclusion? Oh, when I threw a coin at my TV and broke it, and I went, what am I doing? With? And I generally had to sit there and go, what am I doing with my life? I, I don't want to be this guy. I, be I actually said, I don't want to be this guy in my room. You booked I'm, therapy just the next day, yeah? Mate, it's like... It's, it, it's so bad. I can't... I can't... Just listen to your to your to your rain sounds. Yeah, that didn't help. There's nothing like feminine about listening to rain. It's rain. It's it's just nature. You need to let that go first of all. I know. I got I got that issue that I got to deal with. You 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 think listening to nature is makes you a pussy? Fucking yeah. We had we had listening to a squirrel. Just just listening to Eminem. Just yeah. like late Eminem though. Like Eminem, <laughs> Eminem. Uh, I'm a lyrical miracle, spiritual boot. Is that just what you listen to? Why did that's you've just assumed that because I'm white. That one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's implied. You every every week you have a go at me about making this racial. Most was, most things I assume about you are because. You are white. I did just say that. I threw a coin. There, you did. You threw a coin. <laughs> that is so and and the player that he's mad at that he's on site is a black player as well. Uh, no, I will tell you why. I tell you why it is. I accidentally paid ten thousand coins for him when he should only cost three thousand coins. So he came in with high value because I now clicked by now. He's not worth ten thousand. Free maybe. Yeah, just tell him that when you see him in person. You are three thousand pounds. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I see this. I see this. Uh, you bought a guy in an auction and you're mad at him because you were controlling him and he didn't do what you made him do. I didn't get. Uh, I didn't get mad at Trent. You didn't get mad at Trent. Mixed race. Okay. Let's... Name a white player that you're mad at. Oh, um, I got uh, a, a icon. Muller. Uh, Thomas Muller. 
No, not Thomas Muller. Uh, another one from like the 80s or something. Uh, Good. Got, got, uh, yeah, I believe so. And his, uh, his, so he's an attacker and it was like his head in accuracy is insane. But he's five foot eight. He's never going to win a ball. Right. So I, got, I was very angry at him. And when you see him? Well, he's an old man. Right. No, it's fair, fair game. Fair game is fair game. He probably has like, you know, a lot of these old guys, they have like... Hugo Lloris. Another white man, you're mad at him for his goalkeeping. Yeah, 87 overall rated goalkeeper. Does nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Do you any? Do you play any games that kind of like give you peace? That's that's the thing now. A lot of people, they play games that are just like you just walking around in a field and you're like the grass. You're, 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 you are the grass. Yeah, I, 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 I try not to play video games anymore, especially after like FIFA and Warzone. Mm. After I, you've punched your electronics. Yeah, I just can't, I can't be that guy, man. I've got to go get it. Whatever it is in me that makes me do that. You need to deal with it. Yeah, but it's easier to just not play the games. Yeah, that's true. To just go, I, I can't be this dude. Just take a bath. Have a little relaxing rain sound. Yeah, or go to war. Like, get it out. That seems that seems two very different approaches. It's very drastic. Take a bath, go to war. Imagine you come back from the war, yeah? Like, as in, like, you've just been out fighting on the, in the trenches all day. You've seen friends die. You've killed people. You've seen some horrific things. And you get back to your platoon. And then they all found out that you go and have a bath and listen to rain sounds <laughs> to wind down. <laughs> they, have you ever seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. They'd be, they'd be that guy they flog with the soap. <laughs> yeah. They put the, the, the soap in the sock. Yeah, and they, yeah, beat they just you. bleep the shit. <laughs> my, thing, my thing that I'm trying to do this week is, uh, is it kind of in thing trying to find peace. Like, I was raised atheist all my life. You were raised atheist? Raised atheist. Just, your dad just told you there's no God. Yeah, pretty much. Just definitely, yeah. as a kid. They let me go to Bible studies because my mates went when I was like six or seven. Was that the cool thing as a six or seven-year-old? Well, all my mates were Christian. Were they black as well? Yeah, black they and just, white. They just like, used to go Bible studying? Yeah, I used to go Bible studies after school and I used to go and I found it boring, but all my mates went. But I remember listening to it and being like, this is absolute nonsense. None of this ever happened. Really? Yeah. Well, I what part was it? Was it Noah's Ark? No, I, t I tell you what it was. I think that could happen. I think you build a big enough boat you could fit. Two of every animal. Two of every animal. Two of every animal. If it's a big enough boat. They, but it wouldn't have been a big enough they boat. They didn't say the time scale in which he made the boat. Maybe they did, actually. It, it, there's no way. What? How would they have kept, like, you'd have to have so many different cooling systems. Like, think about what it takes to keep an iguana in a house. Were there only two, an so there was two of every animal. Were there only two of those animals in the world? What? Like, were there only two horses in the world? Or did he is that why you think there's only two of any animal? Is that right? No, enough? dude. It's so they could fucking make more animals. Oh. Okay. That's why it's two of every animal. Well, they didn't want to... Did you just think, oh, there was only... Oh, it was way back when. There, I thought only, it was just was like a plus two. one situation. Do you know what I mean? Just like, we're going on this boat trip. Bring a friend. I'd... I've... I, I'm not just going around reading the Bible on a daily basis. Right, so you just think they were like, ah... Oh, there's only two scorpions, but get them in. Right. We've got to save them. So you, oh, and there's coincidentally, there's only two polar bears. Get them on. Do you know what I thought? Like, because it, it's still a boat, isn't it? Like, you need to have, be reasonable. So it's like, you can bring a friend of your species onto the boat. Right, so it's a plus one. It's a plus one situation, and Noah's the bouncer. No, 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 no. For you. Two, you go ahead back. There's like a couple of them, like, mate, you got trainers on, come on. Yeah. I used to say that all the time to black people. You get in the clubs, you can't go in there. Is that where that comes from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just right. like, they'd be like, oh, no, you wouldn't like this music. And it's like R&B music. And I, we made this music, actually. You know? did, did I tell you I had that when I went out in Vauxhall here? Really? I went to, there was, I was going into a, a nightclub. I was with a girl uh, some years back. And uh, when it's this one place and it sucks, and then saw this other place and it was R&B and stuff. It isn't really my scene, but I was like, yeah, I'll go in. And uh, the bouncers were like to me, like, to me and her, like, do you know what kind of night this is? I was like, yeah, and they were like, there's a lot of R&B music in there. I was getting a bit like, all right, mate, yeah. all right. It's London, like, chill, let's chill out. I've heard of, I've heard of uh, Craig David. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm aware it exists. Yeah. And then they're like, you sure you want to come in? I go in, yeah. And I go in, it's about like one, two in the morning, get a couple of drinks. I'm watching these guys on pills, like have like a proper like garn pill chat, and I was like, oh, that's cute, you know. I know it's like it's very black, like, but they was all like having this like pill chat, 
and I'm watching them and they started kissing each other and I was like, it's a bit brave, but good for them, you know what I mean? And I noticed everyone was like doing that and I realised it was a gay night. <laughs> gay r and night. And then I went up to the bouncer at the end, I was like, I thought you didn't want to let me in because I was white. <laughs> and he was I was like, I completely, I, I, I see what you mean now. And it's like, yeah, 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 once every, once every month we have this night here. But I had a great oh, time. There's a, there's a pattern emerging, yeah. But um, I wouldn't let you in. You look like you cause trouble, I'm not going to lie. I do, I do, I do, that's why I don't wear uh, polo shirts on nights out anymore. Just stop that. Yeah, I look very much like I'm going to put a brick through something and start chanting Millwall. Yeah, if I, you look like you would fit naturally in a Jack and Willis sort of polo. Bit of, um, was it, Barbour or something? Yeah. Get that sponsorship. If they pay. Can we go back to the fact that you felt... I still can't get over you just thought there was only two animals in the yeah. world at the time. I mean, I didn't but know... Can you explain your logic? I didn't know they was bringing them into... I didn't know it was a fuck... A sex boat. I thought it was just... I, I think it was sold as a sex boat. It was I mean, survival. that's what... You, it's a prostitution boat. It's a love boat. And one's just fucking on there. But this is why the Bible doesn't make sense, right? Because there'd be two of any every animal... They'll fuck, then they'll have to like fuck the kid to recreate more. And do you see what I'm saying? It's Maybe like, all animals are incests. Animals. Yeah, but do you see what I'm saying? Like the minute you think about these stories, I don't. It doesn't I don't make think sense. you're supposed to take every story in the Bible like logically. I think it's just like the core message. Right. So I I can totally get that. But then when you take the story, the thing that did it for me was the story of Judas betraying Jesus. But like Jesus was always meant to be betrayed. So surely did Judas not do a good thing? Like, if he's got to, Jesus was meant to be betrayed. Mm. It's prophesied. It was meant to be that that will happen. He took it upon himself to put the burden on him and betray his friend. That, I don't think he did it like out of the good of his heart. Though. No, but, but someone had to do it. So he shouldn't feel bad about it. Someone had to kill the the son of God. Like, that was the point. You having these, like, conversations at six? Yeah, I swear makes... to God. I was just like, that doesn't make you sense. You swear to who? Me. You swear to who? Well, well, well. I can't believe I'm going to lose this on that technicality. We caught you, Elliot. We caught you. But I don't I don't think God doesn't exist. I don't think... So you believe God exists? So you're just like, ah, I don't fuck I, with that, man. I don't know. Basically, I've done DMT, innit? Mm. And I didn't even break through. But, like, whatever's there, whatever exists, is a realm of... They, I, I don't believe that this level of consciousness... Like humans are like, oh, we're conscious, but like we might not have full capability of being conscious. Whatever this is, it might just be a very base level of it. Yeah. So, like, God doesn't necessarily have to be a. I don't think a human could understand what God is. Right. Like, so we always have to make it in a way that they're all knowing and they're omnipotent and they or omniscient and they watch over everything. And then there's heaven and there's hell and there's morality. But that that. God, I don't think God would think like that. I think God you, would. You would know. No, I just, I just think God would. There's, there isn't an afterlife. God could be like if we're a simulation. Whoever pressed, create that simulation. That's God. Oh shit! Do you see what I'm saying? It I doesn't. Can't. It doesn't have to be like I've created. Because the idea of God is that we've given everything purpose. Right. So you now have purpose in life to try get into heaven or hell in a Christian sense of the word, right? Yeah. But. That that to me doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't sound like are you? You said you're looking for God. Are you kind of just looking for purpose? No, I'd I'd say it's. I I find it interesting. I was raised non-religious. I always viewed religion as stupid. Mm -hmm. But now, as I've gotten older, I realized kind of more what like maybe not really or spirituality or something like that. But I don't believe that there's anything. I don't believe that, that that you go anywhere after you die, right? Or anything like that. But I believe that there might be something out there. Like you think about how fucking mad the universe is, isn't it? It's mad. I, I don't. I don't. You don't think about how mad it is. In, in what sense? Give me one sense. Well, like what's going on in Mercury right now? What's that all about? I, I have no clue what's going on. Why, why would I think about what's going on in Mercury? Because like, there's like the same way something like we're experiencing time here. Yeah. There's also time experiencing there, but we just don't really understand. I, I, do you know what I mean? In Mercury, no, I don't no, really think about like, Mercury. There's all things going on in the universe right now. Like some, there's a star colliding into another star, and we're just sat here doing our fucking podcast. 
but then not paying attention to it. You know, but what what is the relevance of a star crashing into another star actually? Yeah, do you know what? It is kind of yeah. So what? Yeah, you're right. I got shit I'm doing too. I don't crash into things on a regular basis. I don't make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? Fuck stars sometimes, you know? <laughs> I was just like stare at the stars. Like, wow. Stare at me. You know? <laughs> Sorry, do you want to be put on the same pedestal as a star? I'm just saying, like, I think people overdo it. We're like, oh my goodness, the stars. And, you know what I mean? You don't have to try and find wonder in everything. It's just a star. Sometimes the star is just a star. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but like, do you not think when you, like what made the universe? And where do we fit into it? Do you know what? I heard a thing that was really cool. Mm. It was this physicist talking, and I'm probably going to butcher this. Was weird consciousness admitted by the universe to try to work itself out? Say that one more time. Weird conscious, weird conscious. I, I fucked it up on the second time of saying it somehow. I forgot what it was. But people could, people, other people rewind and hear it again. And Mike, I don't know what you're going to do. We we said, are consciousness. You said consciousness emitted by the universe yeah. to try and figure itself out. Yeah. So the universe as a thing, but then you're saying that the universe is like a kind of conscious being. Yeah, essentially, like it's a it's created whatever we are the the elements that we've come to and kind of conscious, and as we try and work out what this is and what's going on through things like physics and things like that stuff that's. This is B Tech philosophy, <laughs> B Tech philosophers. So nothing. Don't quote me on any of this. Mm -hmm. But like physics and all stuff like that. That's us. That's part of the universe. Our, our natural man's. You know the idea of like the meaning of life. Why are we here? What are we doing? We're created by the universe. As in a way, we're part of the universe, trying to figure out what we are. Mm, but do you not just think that's us trying to find? Because we we have conscious thought and we're trying to figure out our purpose. So like, people do say, "Oh, we are the universe experiencing itself in human form," but are we not just trying to put purpose on us? Is the universe really trying to figure itself out? Because they have like so many other ways of understanding themselves apart from like human. We're quite base. Like we've just got like five senses. The universe probably can understand itself in like five G. Yeah. In probably like 10G or something that we just don't understand. So why would they want to know it from like a human perspective? After all this many years as well, like surely after the first few humans, they were like, cool, I've understood what it's like from human consciousness. I get it now. For sure. But maybe we're, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe we're still like a base level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Like that's what, like when I took DMT, I was like, oh, okay, there's things out there that, uh, and I didn't break through or anything like that. I had a very limited experience on it, and then I put it down because I was like, this this isn't a drug. This is something else. It, it, and or like, even when I've done like acid and things like that, and you, things start to connect in ways that you're like, oh, okay. The, the, uh, I've, these, Have you ever felt like part of the collective conscious that people talk about when they've on, when they tried acid? Yeah. But I feel- I'll I explain feel, that. I feel like acid and the collective conscious and stuff like that is just experiencing like a lot of the stuff you say on acid is just very um I call it muck tripping. Like it's oh. it's kind of you'll say something like Based Why is this illegal? Everyone should have done this and we need to break down these barriers and that's a very base level of thing. But that then you're that's that's authentic. That is you speaking authentically without maybe censoring yourself like this is corny, this is this that's just how you feel is that bad no it's not how you feel you're just on acid but when you you're on there you were like this feeling i'm feeling everyone should feel this and this is a way for everybody to be feeling this i wouldn't describe it as a feeling i wouldn't even say acid is a drug that necessarily it's it's kind of like therapeutic so it benefited you yeah i've the, uh, i've done it the times i've done it correctly it's been great Times where you just take I it out of party yeah. and go is is stupid. I I put psychedelics in this realm of they're not ecstasy's a drug, cocaine's a drug, those are drugs. Okay, but psychedelics you can call them drugs, but they they're not in the same realm. Yeah, hundred percent. I I get what you're saying. You have some experience with this, don't you? Well, you almost did. Well, yeah, I um. Tried to order magic mushrooms online. Yeah, I found like a Dutch website, and they said they have a sixty-five percent success rate 
in delivering the mushrooms. That doesn't sound very high. Well, to me, that sounds like, oh, 65, that's like one in uh, three? One in three. Oh, I'll take those odds. I'll take those numbers. It's more two in three. Is that two in three? Yeah. Even better. Even better odds. But this was just the odds that the mushrooms would be delivered to your door, not that they would work or anything like that. Right. That they would arrive I in mean, your hand. Yes. Yes. The delivery. <laughs> consider what? that. This is so, that's so male to be yeah. like, no, he's written, he's made a website. Why would he lie? He had a domain. You know how much domains cost? That's yeah. only just over half. Like nine, like fifty percent chance. Yeah. I I like those numbers. Sixty five percent is a success for most things. I take. What 65%. happens to the other thirty five? I think they get intercepted at the border uh, or what, stuff like that. What does happen to the other thirty five, Mike? Mm -hmm. Well, so I I get a knock on the door like five days later. I'm like, oh my goodness, my my mushrooms here. It's go and join, and I open the door. Is it's two police officers. <laughs> 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 Because they don't mention that. It's not just intercepted at the border. It's like, oh, no, it's like police will come to your door and give you a verbal warning for, for ordering mushrooms. So, yeah, they just kind of like, yeah, we, we intercepted your package. You, you know, like, and they weren't even like that mad. They were just like, did you know you just tried to order class A drugs on a like a website using your full name and address? Like your credit card details and everything. You didn't you didn't hide nothing from us. <laughs> this is, <laughs> we thought this was a trap or something. Like we <laughs> We called back up just in case. Like this is too easy of a case. <laughs> like have you lured us here or something? Like what's what's going on? Like Mike, Mike's playing track <laughs> His mum's at, his mum's at the just cooking. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, I didn't even use in private browsing or nothing. I was like, oh shit, you can 65%. It must be kind of legal. But no, it's very illegal. Did they come into your house? They did. They they sat me down. I was eating grapes. I don't know why that's an important detail, but that might have got me off, actually. Because they're like, oh, at least he's. Were he's they red or green grapes? Uh, Red grapes. Red grapes. So I was on my five a day. So I was like, oh, you know, this this is not like a totally lost youth. Like there's still potential here. So they kind of sat me down. They were like, you know, why, why, why did you, why you want to take these drugs, young man? I was like, oh, you know, I'm a comedian. And this is all I said. I was like, I heard it's good for creativity, innit? So I was like, I want to take them and see what they do. I was like, oh, you don't need that for for creativity. And then I showed them some of my jokes. Did you? Like, oh yeah, you need it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to workshop them? It's like, yeah, let me, let's go get them back. Let's go get them back. They're still a Heathrow, you know. What, what did your mum say? Do you know what? My mum was was not happy. She's like, ah, my son is a drug dealer. You're selling, you're selling, you're doing breaking bats in my house. But like, nah, she she weren't she weren't happy. But um, and do you know what? I think it was like a um a, a learning experience in terms of I learned to not buy drugs online. What did you learn? That's what I learned not to buy drugs. That was it. On online, I did that. I once gave uh, seventy quid in Bitcoin to some guy. You had Bitcoin. Oh, this is like this is like a year ago. This isn't even when Bit. This this was stupid. And uh, my username. Oh, see if you could decrypt this. Elliot Steel sixteen oh eight. Oh wow, that's, that's... on Silk Road. Oh, oh who was ever gonna work yeah. out? Who was ever gonna work out? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> my girlfriend at the time was like, "Is you?" She was looking at it and she went, "Sorry, is your username <laughs> Elliot Steel sixteen oh eight? That's your door number, is it? That's not my door number. That's my birth. <laughs> Oh, I'm giving him. I'm giving him so much information. <laughs> what did you give him? Seventy pounds of Bitcoin. Uh, I was trying to buy. Uh, I was trying to buy some coke. And uh, is that, uh, is that yeah. the future? Just yeah, I thought do it online. You, I know that you have multiple people who can sell you drugs in person. I do, but I don't like fuck with it that much before. And I find um, I had a friend uh, who online got stuff uh, like a range of things and it was a lot actually safer mm. you were dealing with people who almost drug deal in a way of like a love of drug dealing oh yeah you gotta do it for the love of the game like they were making money out of it but there was also a lot more like this is a lot cleaner this is a lot safer and I knew people who not were... for the Colombians and the Mexicans but <sighs> yeah I know I know that is the thing with it like I know it does cause a war but <sighs> 
But I've had four beers. Do you know what I mean? You just need, <laughs> I need something to, to chase <laughs> I, it. If I have a fifth, I'm going to be sleepy. Yeah. Maybe so, this is what Putin thought. He was just like, oh, I know it might cause a war, but I've had four beers. So I'm going to uh, do my decision making now. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I do, but that's what I said. Like coke and things like that, I try to uh, steer, steer clear of as. Uh, Don't believe in God. Believe in believe in coke. What the fuck? No, what, what, what's that got to do with it? Well, coke's I'm, definitely real. Well, I'm just saying, you know, is that is that, is that your foundation? Do you say you believe in? No, I, I've a uh, few times I've done it, but like I was just trying to. I was just like, oh, I'll do it online. Mm. Like, I think I had a thing coming up, and I just don't like, I don't like dealing with, like, it, or just anything. Like, when I used to smoke weed, I don't like dealing with drug dealers. Right. You don't like the, the chit-chat? A bit of small talk? Yeah, I don't like after having that thing where you come mates with them. We should try to get one when we start getting guests on this. I'll try to get uh, a guy I know. Okay. We won't be able to do live recording. Because? Well, because it would... Oh, he's a, a he's an active drug dealer. Active drug dealer, quite. Uh, he's doing all right for himself. Yeah, what would be the benefit of him coming on here? I don't know. Talk about like the philosophy of like, do you feel bad doing what you do? Like, how do you? How so do the you... whole episode, we just blur out his face and voice. Well, we don't have to blur out his face, but we'd probably blur out his voice. Give him one of those mics where he like suddenly has one of those deep. You know, let's what I mean? let's um give him an auto tune, mic. <laughs> I'm I want to <laughs> make him sing. <laughs> Yeah, we, we're going to change your voice. We're going to make you. We're going to make you sound like Katy Perry. <laughs> I would love to hear drug stories and autotune, but that is just future. That is just all current rap, actually. We got. We've got our first. Speaking of like consciousness and stuff. Okay. We've got our first ever. Um, somebody sent in what they want us to talk about. No which, way. Which I would suggest people do if you follow the B-Tech Philosophers on Instagram at B-Tech Philosophers. You can also follow at Michael Odawale or at Edit Still if you've been listening to this. If you want to follow us individually, that's fine. But, you know, we, we work better as a duo. Yeah, you don't you don't have to. If you if you follow one but not the other, it, it is... It's it, a bit political. Yeah. Don't do that. So we got our first ever... Fit, and it's actually to do with what we're talking about. But I have managed to just lose it. So, Mike, you freestyle for a second while I find it. Oh, wait, here we go. We spoke so much about consciousness. I I didn't even... Those conversations, they just kind of go over my head. So now, is this a question that's going to go deeper into... Yeah, I'm not going to lie, mate. For the, for the first one, they've really, they've really gone heavy. So this is from Elderflower Power. You should discuss whether a robot could have a mind. Is the mind physical or metaphysical? Say that one more time, repeat that. You should discuss, so like, would could a robot like ever AI. have a mind? Yeah. Like the way our minds work now, but is uh, is the mind physical or metaphysical? Because yeah, you, you can't create a mind. Well, you can. You can have a baby. Whoa. That's creating a mind. No, but like, I'm talking about thought processes and, you know, desires. And... But you could probably teach AI something like that. And that's that's what this is asking, like, can you, should you, like, is it like the ethicalities or should you be doing You could get into the ethicalities of it, but would you argue that if you were to sometimes make a, I guess that's the point of something, the Turing test, is it? Where you... What's that? Where you, uh, it, you let someone have a conversation with a robot, and then if the robot is able to convince the person that they're human, it's passed the Turing test, I believe. Who's Turing? Is Alan, that Alan, Alan Turing? Oh, the, the, the Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Okay. Just say the if he's if they've been in the famous person movie, just say the famous person. Oh, just say like, oh Benedict Cumberbatch. So if you said who's who's what's who's Turing, and I went Benedict Cumberbatch, I would have like... immediately <laughs> on the Enigma code, or would you have gone? What's Benedict Cumberbatch got to do with it? No, I would have found I would have found the movie. I would have found. Yeah, but you could have gone. Oh, Sherlock. Yeah, I could have done that too. Oh, Doctor Strange. He has been in a few movies. To be fair, no, I would I would I would have cracked that. But there's um there were those AI bots that were created and then they they were created in a way that they learn from their environments as they go along and they started having a conversation and we killed them off because we didn't understand it anymore when did we do that i'll look it up that was that was a couple of years back weren't it yeah so in that sense i don't me. i feel like in answer to this question we're never going to know if we're never going to be able to test if a mind can be fully robotic or fully um what are we matter physical matter because we'd be too scared to get um 
overthrown. Nah, I think, you know, you look throughout human history, it, it's just full of examples of us going too far. Yeah. You know, Frankenstein. That wasn't real. But it's an example of us going too far. And it was, it was a book. It was like a metaphor of something that probably actually happened. Like nuclear, nuclear war. Written in the 1800s. The oh yeah, stuff happened. Stuff, war didn't exist. In nuclear 1800s. war didn't exist. Um, that's my real life example, nuclear war. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Let me land sometimes. Like, I, 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 I take <laughs> you just a, use Frankenstein as an example. I'm like a plane on a windy day. Like, I'm, I'm a bit shaky, but I will reach the ground. I will, I'm going to get here. <laughs> We're not crashing. Okay. okay, so. Sorry, Michael, as you were saying. Thank you. Throughout human history, we've famously gone too far. We've had our big brains, big ideas, and we've gone too far with an idea, and then we regret it afterwards. And I feel like we're going to get there with AI. Do you know what I mean? Because they already are seem to be in a place where they are quite smart and they already know so much about us. What, what's that example of the of the car? Oh no, am I doing the um the tram thing again? Do you like if you had a if because the cars nowadays they're gonna like drive into the one per they'll drive into the one person rather than drive into the five people because yeah. the car's like I need to do as least damage as possible so I'm gonna just kill this one person. Or would the car think about saving your life? Actually, yeah, the car would. The car would. If it's a red light, uh-huh. but uh, the car has failed to stop or something, and it's like, do um no, sorry, it's you're at a red light, um but or it's a green light, but people are trying to cross the road, and it's like, will the car stop to save the people that are crossing the road, or will it just keep going and kill you and the people or whatever? Oh no, it's will it swerve out of the way and kill you? Yeah. Or hit the person? Personally, the car. Which I've paid for should hit the person needs to save my life. Yeah, I agree. Unless it's I'm paying on finance, and I still got payments, and it's like fuck it, you know. Um, I just tried to look up the AI thing, and I just want to give you one headline that I found mm-hmm. from 2018, December the 21st, 2018, and it says, "Robots killed 29 scientists in hushed-up rampage. AI conspiracy theory takes off just in time for the holidays." Oh wow! So what's, what's the name of that website? OregonLive.com. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the same website. Yeah. Sixty-five <laughs> percent accuracy to that story is. Yeah, and there's actually like it's all. It, there's quite a few on here. Apparently, it happened in Japan, and um, there's a terrifying rise of AI slaughter bots programmed to kill. No, no that's no. another headline. No, there is. There, so my. So I've got a friend, a comedian, who's dinosaurs. His dad like builds sonar on submarines. Like so, I every now and then with Martin, who's one of the most intelligent people you ever meet, and I ruin his day by saying things I've heard of the Joe Rogan experience to him, and he just kind of. So I was like, going, well, we need to stop AI because it's going to kill us all," and he went. No, you just program it not to do that. I went, no, but what? And he went, no, no, it doesn't work like that. You just program it not to do that. And then a friend of mine, Brad, who was working again on like self-driving cars, I was asking him about AI. And he was like, we're so far off. He's like, it would cost like 70 million pounds to make a machine that can tell the difference between an apple and an orange. Really? He's like, he's like, that's like where we're at with it. It's not, he goes, no, that, there's, there's reason to do that. But he went, we're nowhere near this level of oh. what, what people think we are. I just let the grandkids, that's for our great grandkids and shit to be worried about. Like, exactly. Kind of robot. Well, that's fine. But this is our global warming is we're going to start fucking with AI. So we know, you know, the coffee machine sees mm. me walk into the room and looks and goes, Elliot wants a coffee and facial recognition and things like that. By the time we have grandkids, mm. they're going to be dealing with Terminator. Do you know that documentary, um, iRobot? What year was that set? That do- documentary. I mean, that looks that shit. We're getting. We're gonna get there. When was that set? Twenty thirty something. I reckon. Twenty thirty. What's the year now? Twenty twenty two. Right. You're giving them eight years. Give them eight years. <laughs> By next year, they'll figure out the difference between an apple and an orange, and then after that, it's just exponential rise to to murder. <laughs> I, but I think I think a machine like if you. If you can in a physical, because we're made up of matter. If you, I suppose, if you were to completely deprogram the brain and find a way to find out what makes it tick and give it consciousness, you could probably like 
do some weird 3D printed stuff or I don't know, like yeah. Oh, they scare me the 3D printers. Have you seen that? Oh, shout out to but if anyone follow popular if you want to keep up with anything you're creating, follow follow the popular front channel, yeah. But they do a they have a wicked documentary on YouTube about this guy who just 3D printed guns. Yeah. And across Europe and he just shows everyone how to do it. Don't they just like melt after one used to? No, this guy's gun was legit. And he was he was uh complete, as well, you know. Yeah, he was a complete um like he believes every citizen should be armed. Mm. Just some guy in Holland. And he's just printing 3D guns and giving them out. Yeah, pretty much. He he, he shows you how to make it. And I was like, ooh, that'll be cool. And I looked at I looked at the, their one screenshot of how to make it and I was like, I I mean I'm not gonna you know when they're like, it's really simple. And you're like, you go, oh, not not for me. What what do what do you need? What did he say to think? Oh, dude, you need like a whole workshop. Ah, you need a three D okay. printer. You need like all bits of metal. You need to make your own bullets. See, that's the key. I, I you, it's easy to just buy a gun. Yeah, I can't assemble an <laughs> IKEA thing, and there's only six diagrams showing me to do it. I'm not gonna make a gun. Ridiculous, man. What what's, what technology in your house are you scared of the most? TV. That's why I threw a coin. You threw a coin at the television. It's angry at your PS4. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I'm really not happy with the way I've been on PlayStation. Really, just in general. Yeah, just you know, like I'd lose it with players who don't exist and are not real. Mm. Just shouting my house down. All you do is play uh, FIFA and I call, call, Call of Duty. I kept calling them slugs. The the, the your players. Yeah, because I'd run slow. I'd be look at this fucking slug. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I've got neighbors and shit. <laughs> It's not even like particularly harsh insult. Don't do anything. Do you know what my favourite one was? Was uh, I'd go one who up and go, I've got this guy's number. <laughs> I would just keep saying that in my yeah. room. I'd be blamed. Oh, I've got your number. <laughs> then lose it. I'd go nuts. All you, do, all you do is play those two games, FIFA and Call of Duty, right? No, I used to play quite uh, quite a lot of video games, but now I. I you kind of grow out. Growing up now. Sad. What age were you when you threw a coin at a TV? It's like three months ago. Three months ago, okay. But you, you're matured from that yeah. point onwards well because i don't play it anymore mm. i've got a career going with spurs i just play against the computer now so i started a career with spurs but i've had a big falling out with uh Listen, with the fan base that ai is dangerous isn't it that is ai isn't it yeah i guess then they're, they're, they're smart they're against us do you think that will come a thing at one point where ai gets to the point where you can create a level of consciousness they put it into a video game so the characters are able to do loads of things that they they don't even have to code you've got this level of consciousness you put it into a game but then on something like grand theft auto you are technically killing a conscious being oh. and that could be like our simulation here like this could be just someone's video game and hey, we need to get charlie brooker on the phone man the black mirror I feel like that's, that's something for that. Probably happened already. It probably is an episode of Black Mirror. Uh, I think you have just described an episode that you've seen recently, and then you just try to paint it to me as just a fresh idea that you. I thought it was a pretty <laughs> fresh idea. It came from me. Do you know what? But it was so sophisticated slug. that I was like, N "You didn't. You've got this from somewhere." <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't think of this. I love that at one point, anything like slightly philosophical that comes up. With <laughs> like, all right, all right. Someone's been on YouTube. I don't trust week. this. I don't trust this from you. Well, I don't know, man. I, I, why are we trying to give robots brains anyway? We've got enough problems, man. I feel like we're fine as we are. I guess. I guess it's like a from an idea because I heard the reason what they want to do with AI is have AI as a def comes like a weapon. It comes like a defense thing. So your system, your defense system is. I don't. I don't know, bro. I don't work for these people. Oh well, no. I'm. I'm a. Yeah. I'm just very clear. But um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, I think why why are we always just so curious as humans, man? Let's do, let's slow down a bit. We've seen where it's gotten us. Let's slow down a bit. We're fine for a bit. What what if you had like driverless trains, and then it means trains could run all night? Yeah, I don't get why they don't just have that all across London. I think there still needs to be a guy there on the, the DLR. The DLR is the best train service. It is. It's unreal. It's just, yeah, the nicest train service. I don't know why. Yeah, it should all be like that. But like then you would still have to employ people. So that's that's the thing. Uh, Mark Martin was telling me is that he went. You're going to have to bring in universal basic income because it's going to come to a point where AI actually renders most of the workforce pointless. Well, they'd still need us. They would. Comedians would save and occupational therapists. Yeah. yeah. Just do, those two jobs. Just just that. Comedians and occupational therapists. That's all you kind of need to be outside. 
Yeah, and actors, like anyone in the performing arts. Yeah. No one wants to see a robot dance yeah. or to tell jokes. I'd go to a robot strip club. What? I would go, like, I think that would be quite interesting. You know what you think? But it'd still be weird if they didn't let you touch. Oh, yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would still touch. You'd be able to throw coins as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they would not get offended. There's so much more. I don't go to strip clubs, no, I just find them weird. They are strange places of, like, blue-balling yourself for yeah. m money and then leaving it's feeling just, dirty and unsatisfied. It's just... Yeah, there is all. That's what. That's 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 why one thing wherever people have got like when I I had a mate who spent four hundred quid in a strip club. Wow, and he didn't have four hundred quid to lose like that. No, and I just thought, what if? What is the point? Well, I think they're just pretty good at making you think like this. This is for me. Yeah, I think I think there's something inherently. I've been to them, and when I've been, it's always been like go in there, let it be a laugh, don't. Yeah. Uh, these, don't fall in love. Yeah, 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 these people don't. These people don't like you. They don't like you. But that would be more clear with the robots, like, like officially clear. Like this is just like a cold transaction. And it talks like Alexa. Yeah. Oh, that's sexy though. That'd be sexy. Well, I think on that wonderful, just the end of the podcast. Sexy of Alexa robots. That is that's the answer to your question about AI and brains. We want sexy Alexa robots going forward. Yeah, this podcast is very seen through the male gaze. We've realised that by week three. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully we can have consciousness in robots so we can fuck them. That's yeah. what it's ended up becoming. Oh, I'm not fucking a robot. I just touch it. I just want to touch Would you not fuck a robot? How? But, well, how do you fuck? Like, how do you think? I mean, it's but it's, slow, it's like so pointy and stuff. You don't have to make the robot... They, they've got technology that makes robots. You can make look them soft, like humans, literally like humans. I'd fuck a soft robot. <laughs> I was just thinking like a hard, clunky, like a car engine. Like, they, like, like you've got a clog something, <laughs> wind something up in the back. <laughs> I'm not fucking a car battery. But, you, know, <laughs> a, a, you know, a pillow. Yeah, sure. You know. <laughs> Not a weirdo, guys. Oh, well, thank you, Michael, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't? Yeah, sending more questions. That's <laughs> gonna end up. That's what the podcast should be called. Would we end up fucking? <laughs> and the answer is probably yes. Yeah, if it's soft. If it's soft, yeah. Um, but yeah, sending questions to the B Tech for DM us them or comment it, whatever. We could try. Or if you've got like a little philosophical dilemma, would soft like and conscious. Is that what you'd call it? Soft and conscious. Soft, conscious, and consenting. Soft, conscious, consenting, perfect. That's love right there. <laughs> imagine you got. Imagine you didn't get consent from your uh. robot. <laughs> <laughs> imagine you got turned uh. down by a robot. Like, I've literally, I've literally programmed uh. you. <laughs> And they're like, no, nah, I just, I just, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> and she just shuts down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still peeking to see if you've gone like. <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get people done for molesting robots. <laughs> God, that would become the issue, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. That would be like day one. Oh, like, man, it would be robot. awful. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be day one issue. <laughs> like first hour of robots I, being. I broke raised. my robot. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so sad the future because that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna go like the same way with porn and anything like that. Of course, just just what humans do. We ruin things. All right, that is that. We, we've gone over time again. Yep. Okay. But uh, thank you for tuning in to. B-Tech Philosophers. Mike, do you have any gigs you want to plug? No. What about the next Easy Time Comedy? That, that, okay, I'll I'll plug that closer to the time. It's not official yet. But when that happens, I'll be promoting it on here. And you guys, yeah, we'd love for you guys to come down to, to, to support that when it happens. But it's not happened yet, so I can't get you to, to do that. Anything you want to promote, Elliot? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, how am I going to follow that? 
<laughs> I don't know why I get really defensive about promoting. Stuff. I know, I, just, I know what you I, mean. It, I, feels, I, it feels gross, don't it? No, I just don't. I don't. I have this thing. I don't like people to know my business, which is bad. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> At this point, where you just asked me to promote something, Mike, Mike goes to me. Yeah, don't bring up anything about my life. On the <laughs> you asked me to promote something. Like, why are you? That's my personal business. Why are you? <laughs> and then, like the week before, you're like, "Man, the sales ain't going well." Anything you want to anything you want to share? I am doing uh, a show in Glasgow with Ryan Cullen and Gareth War. Or uh, I should have found out the date properly on the thirteenth of March. Uh, tickets are online for that as part of the Glasgow Comedy Festival. And I will also be doing the other thing that I want to pr- promote is Matchfest, McCandless Festival. I don't know. I, I'm not going to learn how to say the name of the place. You made it. You promoted that last week. Yeah, well, and I'm you messed it. up the name that time as well. well. Fucking make it easier to pronounce. That's their fault. It's not mine. <laughs> you want people to come? Do you know what? Call it Crystal Palace. Easy name. We both have significant flaws when it comes to promotion. I yeah, think it's a learning curve. My reluctance to let people in on my life, but at the same time wanting them to be at the shows, and you just don't know the names of stuff. You could tell me beforehand, and at the end, I could be like a little voiceover thing. I'd be like, Michael has so-and-so coming. I mean, that works. Like, we do that. That would work. Mm. If it was a little bit less personal, though. If it was a little bit, like, disingenuous to do. I was actually joking. I was fully in. I was fully in for that. <laughs> oh, we're not do- I'm so disappointed. Okay, we're not doing that. Fair enough. Okay. Cool. Anyway, I will be at Matchfest on... Oh, my God, I forgot the date again. 13th of March. No, that's, no, that's, that's Glasgow. With his, oh. that's, that's with his Glasgow. friends. Uh, on the 1st of May, I will be there. Fuck, you know, you're promoting getting in that promotion early. Yeah, because I want to sell well with that preview. Oh, fair enough. And I don't know, I don't know what our audience is like in McCann. Mac- Mac- Maddie McCann, did you say? I said McCann. You <laughs> added. You added. They, 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 she, she wasn't if, the first McCann. If she shows up. I mean, that's, that's a success. That's, imagine it. That's, that's what gets her out. Can you imagine that crowd work? <laughs> it would, I'd be really annoyed because it would really, it would really distract from the work I've done for the show like, I'd have to abandon my set wouldn't I you can't you're going to have to at least lose 15 minutes imagine you just minutes. do two minutes on it and then you segue back to my set <laughs> well, okay and who are you with right anyway oh, so what what's the deal with giving chopping boards with food on it at pubs what is that you could sacrifice that gig so that you could then put the quote on the poster like my my uh, set's so good that Maddie McCann showed up that would be, yeah. that would be, oh, you. Oh, I'd go see that show. You'd so, you'd so spin the PR on that, wouldn't you? It'd be amazing. But anyway, this has been B Tech Philosophers. I've been Elliot Steele. I've been Michael Odawale. Thank you very much. See you later. We were better this week. That was good. <laughs>